Welcome back to the Gentle Catholic Parenting Podcast, where I explore gentle, positive principles of parenting through the lens of our Catholic faith. I'm your host, Kim Cameron Smith, and this is episode six. Today, we're going to be talking about respect. What obligation do we as Catholics have to respect others, particularly people who we don't feel a deep regard for, people that we don't feel like we don't admire their character in some way? And well, this topic was inspired by a video, a YouTube video by Father Mike Schmidt. He um, asked the question, do Catholics have to respect everyone? And his answer was, yes, we are called to respect everyone, but what do we mean by respect? So he was saying that um, most people think there's only one kind of respect, when, exact, when in fact there are three. There are three different levels of respect, and depending on which level we're talking about, different things are demanded of us as Christians. So I was thinking about this. I was thinking about, I've been thinking about this for a few weeks. Like, first, do I agree with everything he was saying? And how, and his, he's very, such a wise person. Um, Father Mike Schmidt is a YouTuber. He's a young, very dynamic Catholic priest. I admire him. He's very, um, you know, solid in his faith, and he's very inspiring to many young people. And I, I heard about him first through my, um, my older son Aiden, who is now um, twenty and a seminarian. Um, when he was a teenager, he would watch Father Mike Schmidt, and so I've been watching him ever since. And so this video was very intriguing. So I've been thinking about, it, and I've been thinking about. How does this topic apply to us as parents? Like, what should we teach our kids about showing respect to other children and people in authority? So I thought what I would do today is break down these three different levels for you. And I'll offer my thoughts as a parent. And these thoughts of mine are just my initial responses to this video that I watched. And I would really love to hear your thoughts about it. So Father Mike Schmidt, again, he said, yes, we do need to respect everyone, but depending on which category the person is in in our lives, we owe something different to them. So the first category is um, we owe respect to all human beings because they're human beings. So this is respect owed to everyone. So everyone deserves respect in their humanness because they were made in God's image. They have inherent dignity, intrinsic dignity, and that is not something we can take away. So because of that dignity, we need to demonstrate respect to them, but our respect is demonstrated in justice. Our response should be justice. And Father Mike said that means that, in fact, his exact words were, we don't take what's due them. And I think what he's getting at is the Catholic virtue of justice. So in Catholic virtue ethics, justice means giving someone their due. It means that we don't cheat them, we don't shortchange them. Just think about the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are straightforward prohibitions against unjust actions towards any human being. Don't take what's not yours. Don't kill somebody, 
don't lie about other people. And notice the Ten Commandments don't say, don't do these things to people who are, you know, really nice, decent people. You know, there are no qualifications. So we do, we give this kind of respect to people because they are human beings. They can't do anything to lose this level of respect. So how does this apply to our children? Well, this one's easy because kids have a very a natural sense of justice. For them, it's called fairness. They have a sense of fairness. And, um, you know, so I'd like to offer some thoughts about how we can, um, you know, like teaching opportunities um, in these different three areas. And one of them is for kids through their game playing and making rules for their games and how the games are going to work, they learn about the boundaries of unacceptable behavior. This is why play, free play, that is not being directed by grown-ups. It's so important for children and so healthy for them because in their play together, whether they're playing with siblings or with peers, they are learning the boundaries of um, behavior because if you cross those boundaries, the game ends. So they're motivated to understand what is acceptable and unacceptable behavior. So why is this important? Well, I think because... Well, we can, this is where we can, we can find teaching opportunities because we want to make sure our children understand that even if the other person is being unfair, even if the other person in our language, they're being unjust, they should still be fair. That just because the other person is behaving in a boorish way, that does not mean we have a right to... Um, you know, not treat them fairly. So we don't cheat just because they cheat. We don't steal from them just because they steal from us. So this is a fundamental rule that should govern our, all human behavior, and we can pass that on to our kids. Okay, so that level seems pretty straightforward to me. The second level is a little trickier. So in this level, the respect is owed to an to an office, not a person. So we owe respect to a teacher, to a police officer, a boss, a parent, clergy, because of their position, particularly because they have a position of authority over us. So, and Father Mike was very clear about that. He said, the respect is attached to the position, not the person. So the person could in fact be very bad at their job or not a very good human being. They may be morally um, you know, off on the wrong path, but we're respecting their position. So what, does this, what is our response? Our response is service. We're serving the, the position. So if one of these people asks us to do something wise, we do it. We show up on time to class, we, um, you know, show up to, we go to mass, we follow the, the, um, you know, the, the, the laws, the traffic laws, right? So we, we make wise choices in serving that position, even if the person who's in, a, in authority over us isn't a great, it has some kind of flaw. And another thing he said that I found really interesting, 
He said, if one of these people in authority are doing something wrong or that is going to lead them or the organization or indeed the church in the wrong direction, helping, serving that position means that we correct that person. So I found this a little hard to wrap my head around because I've had very curmudgeonly bosses and I do not think, (laughs) I don't think they really would want me to uh, give them uh, feedback about whether they're doing something wrong. But so anyway, this is what he said. He says that if they're doing something wrong, we serve by pointing out the wrongdoing because you want them to be successful. And I think just on the face of it, that sounds very reasonable. And so if you see your parish priest is having a bad day and is chewing out some poor parishioner, you can gently um, say, hey, you know, do you need a break? <laughs> so I'm not sure how that would look in practice. And he didn't um, elaborate on that. But um, he did say that just because someone is an authority over you, it doesn't mean that you can't correct them. Now, at the very beginning of the video, because you guys might be thinking, wait, what about the big church scandal? At the beginning of the video, before it even started, he made a statement and he said that he had recorded that video before the recent news out of Pennsylvania broke. And so he wanted to be very clear that he is not talking about abuse of power. In this category, he's not talking about priests or bishops who have abused their power and that has caused harm to people. He's just talking about, you know, basically flawed people in our lives who are in authority over us and, you know, like a really difficult boss that we have a hard time getting along with. Like, how do we respond with respect to those people? He's not talking about illegal activity or indeed abuse, right? So I appreciated um, his caveat. So, um, all right, so to go back to what he is talking about, I think he's saying that respect doesn't mean we never confront a person in authority about their poor choices in particular as uh, lay persons, we do have respect for the office of our priests and our bishops. They're supposed to be caring for the church, but that doesn't mean we can't give them feedback. Most of them really appreciate it. They do, they uh, they appreciate respectful feedback, not ranting. And I know my parish priest doesn't like it when people complain, but they are not willing to step up to the plate to do something to fix the problem. So, um, you know, we are all willing to point out how, you know, things aren't working well, but I think if we're going to really complain, we should be willing to um, help uh, with a solution. So what about our kids? How do our kids figure into this? So here's the question. So obviously our children owe respect to us. We know that. But should we let our kids correct us in the way Father Mike said, we can correct persons in authority over us. And okay, here's the thing. In my house, it's just a natural thing. I've never really thought of it this way as them helping me succeed as a mom. But my kids often, they tell me, oh, you know, a rule isn't working well. Or if I'm scolding them about something, they're very quick to say, actually, you know, I wasn't the one who left the towel on the floor or, 
You know, it wasn't my day to unload the dishwasher. And the significant thing is they've learned over time how to do that respectfully. And I think that we should ensure that our children know how to give feedback to someone in authority over them, ensure that they do it very respectfully and with with a level of grace. And until they're old enough to do that, I wouldn't really, you know, encourage our children to be <laughs> giving feedback to, you know, their CCD teachers or their teachers and such. My son Dominic, actually, he said to me, what did he say? He said, uh, I walked into the kitchen and he said, Mom, you know, I always know when you're having, when you're really stressed out because you sigh and uh, when you're in a really good mood, you hum. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's kind of an example of this. So he wasn't thinking in his mind, oh, I would like to help my mother succeed in her role as my mother. But that is how I took it. I took it as, oh, that's interesting. So I need to be aware of how my, um, you know, kids are, they really absorb our moods and they pick up on unspoken things. And that actually did help me in my mothering. I need to be aware of when I, I guess I sigh, <laughs> when I guess I sigh when I stressed out. <sighs> yeah, I sigh. I'll try to hum more. Uh, yeah, so this so you can take it or leave. like I you could do I'm not sure I would really love to hear your feedback like do you let your would you let your kids correct you as a parent and how would you encourage them in doing that uh, and I do think it's a good idea you know why I, I do this with my kids because I'm trying to give them practice now in being assertive with people later so you know I want them to have courage in confronting anyone who is maybe hurting them. I don't want them to ever think that just because someone is in authority over you, you cannot protect yourself or say no, or you you know what I mean? So I think that, um, you know, that's why I do that. I think Father Mike's big message was having respect doesn't mean you sit quietly and you don't say anything to anyone in authority over you. So you can think about his points. I'll continue to think about them. Okay, the third category. The third category, it's not owed. It's an earned respect. And it's, we respect somebody because they are trustworthy. We respond with trust because of their good character. They show through their, um, the way they speak, the way they think, the way they behave, their moral choices, the way they live their lives, they've shown that they are trustworthy. Trust is our response, and it's something that can be lost, and indeed it's something that can be rewon. So I think Father Mike is talking about how we really do hold in high esteem those who have demonstrated their good character to us. With those people who haven't earned our trust yet, we can still have courtesy right it's something that's in you know i think we're losing a sense of courtesy and social grace in our culture but we should treat them with respect even if they haven't um won our trust maybe they we don't trust them because we actually don't know them yet or maybe because they have hurt us but we can still um treat those people with courtesy but for those people who have uh earned our trust um you know, it's a real gift. And I think we can begin teaching our kids about trustworthiness and what it means to 
help them see trustworthiness in others and how to be a trustworthy person so that other people will respect them. So I looked up trustworthiness in this little book that I like. It's called 20 Teachable Virtues. It's by Barbara Unell and Jerry Wickoff. And I looked up trustworthiness and here's what they say about it. Well, first here's a definition from the dictionary that they gave. Trust is assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or on something. And they say, what do we mean by trustworthiness? A trustworthy person cares about the needs of others. The desire to behave in such a way that people will trust you is strong and dependable people. So caring about the needs of people, being dependable. To be trustworthy, one must have sufficient self-respect that the opinions of others count. Whoa, <laughs> that is very important nowadays. Those who make the maximum effort to keep their promises are able to develop a reputation for being trustworthy. Okay, so let me sum up those four things. You care about the needs of others. You are dependable. You uh, care about the opinions of others. And you, um, you keep your promises, right? So I think we can model these aspects of trustworthiness to our kids. We can show them they can depend on us, that we keep our promises, that we follow through on our plans and such. And indeed, we can teach our children how to be trustworthy for their friends. They should definitely keep their promises. They should make fair deals with people. They should respect the opinions of other people, right? They should be accepting of um, other people's viewpoints. So I think that's really interesting. And again, this is a, in a category where, um, you know, we can, someone may trust us, but they may, we can lose that. They can, we can lose their respect and lose their trust by our actions. So I think we want to teach our kids that. So when I pull back and look at the big picture and why this subject really drew, you know, caught my attention, I think, well, first, I really appreciated his finessing of these different types of respect. I had never thought of that, and I'm going to continue to think about it. I don't know like what the source was for his explanation, but it's very intriguing. But it really caught my attention because, you know, I'm very concerned about the nastiness and rancor in public discourse. I don't want my kids to think that just because somebody is objectively wrong on the facts or even behaving in an uncivilized, rude way toward them, that the correct response is to return that behavior in kind in some way, right? As Christians, actually as just basically decent human beings, well-mannered human beings, I want my kids to conduct themselves with social grace and decorum at all times, even when somebody is behaving badly toward them. And that is very hard. It's easier said than done. It's hard for me. But that is a lesson that I think we all need to re, you know, revisit. We live in a world where dignity and politesse are being sidelined while foolish, rude displays are elevated front and center all over social media. 
as if this is somehow an admirable way to behave. And I don't want my children to pick up those lessons. I need to counter those lessons with my own lessons and respect. So I hope Father Mike's insights helped you too and let me know how you handle respect issues in your house. That is it for today. I will post a link to Father Mike's video on my website in the show notes and there you will find other podcasts, articles, parenting resources, a link to my Facebook page. Please pray for me as I will for you as we continue this parenting journey together as Catholic parents. Until next time, God bless. Mm -hmm.